Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Gotta press pause cause your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Welcome everyone Gotta to another episode of the beat, beat of the Month podcast. This is episode 54. We're just taking a look at the games that we played in December. No theme. Ooh-wee. No particular theme for this month. Just a free-for-all end of the year. You know, relaxing, playing whatever we want. My name is Brian. Tonight I'm joined with Spiral. Yo, yo. Muff. I'm a big girl. I'll do what I want with my pussy. Dark side. Bang, bang. Moose. Whatever Spiral normally says. <laughs> <laughs> Melbro. What up, what up? And Bash. What All right, Spiral, will you please kick us off with any games that you played in the month of December? All right, Brian. Uh, the game, I only played one game in December. Uh, it was the expansion to The Witcher 3 called Hearts of Stone. Expansion pack DLC. I bought this uh, when I downloaded the game for 10 bucks last year. Thanks for the he- heads up, Moose. And um, as far as like DLC goes, and I know we're going to have a DLC month soon, um, this is probably one of the best DLCs I've ever uh, played because it was so robust, man. Like some of the DLC you get, you get like a couple hours or you get some new, like, I don't know, some new costumes or shit like this. But this had like several different missions. The main story mission, which took about, I'd say, 10 to 15 hours. And I was kind of rushing through it, too. I wasn't taking my time. And it really opened up the world. Um, it opens up a piece of the map that you haven't been to before. New towns. Um, new Witcher contracts, which I didn't do. Um, I just did the main the main mission, uh, which was really neat, actually. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Are you going to ever play this, Moose? Yeah, I, I beat it all. Oh, did you beat it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know you played the DLC. Oh, I did everything, man. But uh, in the DLC, it's so cool because it's a different side of uh, Geralt of Rivia. Uh, there's a point in the game, spoilers, I'm sorry to spoil, but it's been five years since this expansion came Nobody out. Nobody gives a shit. Go ahead. But uh, you have to do this um, quest where you have to like get this guy's brother like um, to return from the dead. And the only way this guy's going to do it is if he can like live one more day um, alive. And so uh, Geralt... Uh, um, allows this person to uh, take over his body, and like this dude is like super, like super violent, super fucking oversexual. So he's like hitting on every single chick he sees. So <laughs> you have Garrett Rivia, who in traditionally in the in the Witcher games is like very stoic, doesn't say too much, is like a super duper hero. And then um, in this expansion, he gets possessed, and he's like this super horny, like awesome powers type of character. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. I was gonna write down some of the quotes because I was literally cracking up listening listening to the dialogue. But like, he's just trying to bed every single woman that he he runs across. Um, I just thought that was cool. And uh, itself, the, uh, the the expansion itself, the main mission is really neat. Uh, towards the end of the game, um, there's this there's this there's this spot where you get into this world and you have to like you have to solve this riddle about this character and you have to do it like under like i don't know like five minutes or something like that so you have to run from 
area to area fight monsters even though i had it like on the like one of the easiest settings it was still pretty stressful um but overall the game is great it introduces a new um romance in the game uh, i guess uh, something that uh, the games are known for are the romance options uh, in the main game you can romance yennefer or um Tris. Tris Marigold. In this game, you're introduced to a character who I've actually never seen before, but they've met. Maybe it was like in the first game, but a character called Shani, and you get to bang her on a boat. So I thought that was really neat, too. So overall, <laughs> uh, boat. It's it was a really, really cool expansion. I have one more left, uh, which is uh, Blood and Wine. Moose, did you like that expansion? Yeah, I heard that's really good. good. Yeah. Yeah, I just started playing that I'm probably less than an, an hour into it, but it starts off really cool. Yeah, that one's um, awesome too. So I'm looking forward to playing that, and then um, I'll be done with The Witcher. While we're on that <laughs> topic, I know that Witcher Season 2 is coming out today. Is that a, is that a good show? You guys yeah, it's a good show. That? Yeah. I liked it. It's kind of the episodes are kind of a little more self-contained than shows nowadays, so you can just like watch one episode yeah. and like you don't got to like keep up with it. You know? Do I have to play the game to understand? No. I understood it. So the uh, the DLC, it wasn't female protagonists? No. No. Why'd they name it Heart of Stone? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me, Brian. Sorry, I only played that one game. It's mid-December, so I didn't get much chance you, to play anything You else. can do The Matrix. Unreal experience. Oh, I did play that. Should we Got get into that now? I guess we might as well. Everybody played it, right? Almost everybody. Us. Only the big ballers played it. I worked all goddamn day. Bullshit excuse as usual. I worked too, motherfucker. We all worked. <laughs> when the fuck yeah, did you right. play it? Yeah, I worked today too. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. So if you guys are working, how you, find, how you find time to play? It's for some reason. I played yesterday for 20 minutes. Yeah, it's 20 minutes long. <laughs> We all got jobs. For some reason, Muff's like job is like the shit show at the fuck factory. It's like the most <laughs> terrible job in the world. But we all got... I had to drop that in there. That's that's a succession episode. <laughs> what did you think of it, Barrow? I, so, yeah. I thought it was dumb. <laughs> succession? Oh, you're talking about The Matrix. The Matrix. Succession <laughs> was good, man. I have 29 gigs. I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is going to be kind of cool. Yeah, man. One and gig then, a minute. <laughs> Big That's the type of porn most. And the open, One gig the a open, minute. The opening's kind of neat with, you know, the actors, Carrie Ann Moss and um, Melbro's favorite actor, Keanu yeah, Reeves. Oh my God. <laughs> what you got against Keanu Reeves, Melbro? He hates his, his success. He's a bitch. Yeah, he's like a nice guy that, you know, looks good and makes a lot of money and is successful. Not Tom Hanks. He hates him. Exactly. He hates Tom Hanks. So he hates. So Melbro hates. Uh... I think Melbro wishes he was Keanu Reeves. Like I wish I was that uh, douchebag YouTuber that you guys always bring up. <laughs> <laughs> same, same concept. Same thing. Yeah. Beat him up, man. The douchebag YouTuber. So you played it, Darkside? This, mm-hmm. this demo. What did you think? I thought it was cool. I mean, it was. It's. Ba- I mean, they don't really call it a demo. They call it an experience. Yeah. Um. And it's basically a showcase of uh, Unreal Engine 5, and it's also like, hey, The Matrix is coming out. So it's like an advertisement for both things. And it, I think it succeeds in both you know, veins. I mean, the, it shows off what the Unreal Engine can do on 
current consoles, and I think that's cool. I mean, if you mess with any of the options, you know, you can do like the weather option. You can mess with the time option. You can, you know, uh, move all the cars around or, or take the cars off the tr- uh, the road so that you can, you know, ra- speed down the road or you can run into them and see what happens. And I thought it was kind of cool just to mess around and do that. I mean, couldn't any game do that if they really wanted to? Like, I'm sure Grand Theft Auto 3 on the PS2 could have put in a setting that says remove the cars, but, like, what's the point? Like, that's not cool or fun. This wasn't a game, though. It was just an experience. It's more of, like, a tech demo. It was just to show you what the Unreal Engine could do. I think you guys maybe went into it with the wrong expectations. Like, you expected some story or something. You guys said it was cool. It was. it was not. It was not fun to play well, at all. Look, it's it's. We're not talking about twenty hours. We're talking about twenty minutes. Twenty <laughs> minutes of time. It, it couldn't even so hold my attention. You for can that. play a little bit of a demo, and also you can look at it and be like, "Oh wow, this engine could be really cool when they make games out of it." Look at what they did in such a short experience. Look how good it looks. Imagine if that was a full fledged game. If it was a full fledged game that looked pretty but had shit gameplay. Then it's not going to be fun. It it just encapsul- encapsulates everything about modern gaming. The gameplay like is <laughs> not what was important. The gameplay was right. very minimal. It was, and be, and look, <laughs> the <laughs> give me a sec. The uh, <laughs> the engine is what was important, right? So the engine was showing realistic graphics, and that's cool. But that doesn't mean that it has to be realistic graphics. It means that it's capable of realistic graphics. Brian doesn't get it. No, I get it. I get it. you guys shit on Nintendo all the time because you're like, oh, it's just cartoony and stuff, but it's fun. And this does not show me anything. Nothing that they showed shows that it's going to do anything worthwhile for what I go to video games for. You don't think that it could make a Mario game and make it be cartoony graphics, but just be amazingly beautiful cartoony graphics? Because no, I don't think it's necessary. I, I think it's going to put more of a focus point on look at so these lighting much. effects we can do. Rather than how can we make a game fun? Like the intro where you're shooting the tires was fun for about 30 seconds. And then, but I could see them that being a big part of the game. Like I could see them making a Matrix game and that would be like a big part. I mean, Darkseid, you're a guy that liked the Order 1886 where you don't do shit. <laughs> so, like, I can see why this would be right up your alley. But, well, I don't know what the percentages are, but a lot of games use various unreal engines you know unreal one two three four you know a lot of games that brian loves right yeah and they're not the same type of game they don't all look like the matrix you know they're vast and and wide just like muff's ass and what the possibilities (laughs) of these you know of unreal engine 5 and they're not paying us but they should I didn't think moving around was fun when you were flying. I didn't think moving around was fun when you were walking. I didn't think moving around was fun when you were driving. How long, do you, think, were... How long do you think an average game takes to develop? Oh, a long time. Years, right? Do you think they spent years on this? They probably, probably spent a few months. So, I mean, everything's not going to be perfect the way you want a Mario game to be. But if you put any time into it, it could be amazing. I mean, I understand that it was free, and I understand that it was a short experience or tech demo or whatever you want to call it, but it was not entertaining to play. I was I was not blown away. I guess I don't see... The, I guess as a Nintendo fan, where what I'm looking for out of games, I just don't see it out of the PS5 or the Xbox Series X, most world's most powerful console. Like That's why I just didn't come out of this thinking it was like this great thing. Brian, do you like Bioshock? Yeah, I like Bioshock. Unreal Engine. 
<laughs> yeah, Bioshock is. <laughs> it's just like I could see them. Boom. I could see them taking this and making a Matrix game and making it not have that much more substance. No, I mean, so many it. games are made with Unreal Engine. I guess I just went into it just looking at the beauty of it. Like, did you like not? Were you not amazed by how great it looked? No, not especially. Spider Man looked better than this. In no, my opinion. this was so realistic, man. I don't know what kind of shit TV you're playing on. This <laughs> shit. <laughs> This was so realistic looking. Like it's the best thing I've ever seen. Like it, it felt like almost another reality, almost. And like when that you got was... in those cars and looked at the cars, it was it was nice, man. And then you get in the car, you drive for two seconds, you hit something, and then you're stuck, and you've got to get out of the car. Just like crash. real life. Yeah, that ain't fun. <laughs> it wasn't supposed. I didn't. I didn't go for it for fun. I just went to went to it to see what's possible for the future of game, and just kind of like. If I go to an art exhibit, I'm not going there to have fun. I'm just going there to appreciate the art. Same thing with this experience. I just went there to appreciate the you art go to, of the graphics. You go, you go to art exhibits? I've been before, but no, not in a long time. But if you I were to, to go there, I wouldn't go there for fun. I would just go there to appreciate <laughs> the art. Right? You go That's to art exhibits, you uh, eat pumpkin spice ice cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Melvin's High Society, man. Don't forget it. Did you guys go to? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you you go ahead, Brian. Did you guys go to all those different locations that were on the map? Did you search all of those out? Those glowing plaques. I walked around for a while. I didn't do that, but it it was just like, I just it it felt like I was like really in New York City the whole time I was playing that game. All I could think of, I can't wait until they have a like until I can swing around with Spider Man in this environment. That's gonna be the best thing ever created. Imagine that. Yeah, I was just, uh, I, I liked the lighting effects on everything. Yeah, you know, it was all very realistic. And, you know, I like I said, I removed all the cars and just drove around and see how fast I could go and then put the cars back, started crashing into shit and then started flying around or whatever and just seeing how high I could get and what I could see. And it, it all looked very, very good. Is there something to see there, Brian, when you go to those spots? It just says something like, look how great the lighting looks. And okay. like, that's it. Yeah. But it was annoying to even try to get to him because you couldn't move while you had the map open. So it was, it was hard to even find the different spots on the map that they wanted you to go. This is a classic case of being overhyped in, in the group thread. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think but, if you guys were going there looking to have fun, you'd yeah, be disappointed. Like, but if you're look, going there to appreciate the beauty of it, then yeah, you would leave with the same experience that me and Darkseid have. I always go into a game looking to have fun. It wasn't a game, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a game. It's just something cool to be like, oh, look, games can use this engine, and they're going to look pretty. I I bought fucking Cyberpunk because you motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Man, imagine if Cyberpunk was using this engine. The only thing that could have made this game or experience better if they uh, replaced uh, Keanu Reeves with Tom Hanks. When this airs, the Matrix will be out, man. That'll be uh, you gonna watch it, Melvin? Uh, probably not. Oh shit, you're missing out. Uh, I'll go rewatch. Is it coming uh, to HBO Max or is it going to theaters? HBO Max. HBO oh, Max. Theaters. Same. Uh, day. Maybe I'll watch it on HBO Max. I'm never going to a theater again. Like TVs are too big <laughs> nowadays. There's no fucking point. Yeah. I got a good headphones. You know? Too much Spider-Man COVID. Too many man. Karens. I ain't going there. You put the hole in the bottom <laughs> of the popcorn buckets. We're going to a theater. <laughs> Dark side, you're the biggest Karen at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> man, I haven't been to a theater in years. 
I guess my last point. So yeah, I, I understand the Matrix was like a, a tech demo or whatever, but it just seems like there's going to be more of an emphasis in this generation of games on shit that to me does not matter at its core for what a game should be focusing on. Well, yeah, you I mean, missed you, the point of a tech If you look demo. at the new consoles, the biggest things people were talking about were what load times and <laughs> uh, like what else were they talking about really? Load times was like number one. Yeah, they were talking about and in for this tech demo. I think you missed the point. Like, it's not about the gameplay for this tech demo because gameplay is entirely what you make it. They could take the engine and make it a racing game. They could take the engine and make it a platformer or a shooter or whatever. Whatever the game decides to be, they'll do their best to have good gameplay. The tech demo is for the visuals and the potential of what you could do to make the the world that you want to create for the gameplay. And I don't think you said they will. What What did you just say? They they will do their best to have great gameplay, or something. And I think this is going to take away from the focus of the gameplay, oh, rather man. than the focus on lighting effects and stupid toggle options that don't make any sense. Well, that would be up to the developer. Advancements yeah. in technology have never made things worse, right? We like movies are better now because you know technology advances. Oh, I don't know about better. that. No, I, I don't know that technology has been better. When I bought a game for the old consoles, I put it in and I was immediately playing. Now, you for a tech demo, you got to download 29 gigs, and I'm sure it's going to have a, a patch tomorrow because it's going to need to update something. And the game that you buy is, you know, when the servers go down and you can't download those patches, they're going to be not in a perfect state. So I, yeah, I don't know. Patch foot. Yeah, don't bring patch. patch yeah, don't patch. <laughs> I think Nintendo first started the whole patching of games like later on, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they would just delay shit for a year to make sure they got it right first. Exactly. Well, they delayed Breath of the Wild too, like three years now, right? How long have they been delaying that one? I don't think they ever actually gave it a release date. They've just been like, oh, it's coming out in the 2000s of some time. What yeah. grade did you give The Matrix? The Matrix? Uh, Real Engine. I don't know, man. I don't want to grade it. <laughs> if you want me to grade it, people are going to get mad. I'll say a C. There you go. There you have it. There you have it. All right. If we're done talking about the Matrix, Muff, you want to talk about any games you played in December? So for December, I've been playing on that Unreal Engine Five all month. Fortnite, loving it. It's a great game. They oh, use the Unreal Engine Five, and it is amazing. I have a lot of fun playing Fortnite. Good stuff. That well, doesn't have really so much. Graphics. The graphics are cartoony. Five of you talked at once, bitches. What's your ass? We just all want your attention, Muff. Bitch, I'm talking, y'all. Just ask a fucking question one at a time. What's your shirt say? Horny. Damn right. The O is a little devil. Symbolisms. 
My question, Muff, is why do you play this game so much? What brings it back? Why do you go back to it so, so much? It's it's a fun game, honestly. Um, but, like, I played it a lot in August when the Ariana Grande skin came out. Um, another one came out in October, so I got back into it again. Um, but it when you need a break from whatever's hot at the moment, like I... Like, uh, I think November or whatever the fuck, I was uh, playing a lot of uh, Vanguard, Call of Duty, which was a lot of fun. But it's just something about the Fortnite. It's just, to me, it's just a lot of fun. I'm I'm really fucking good at it. I ain't got to build shit because I just shoot bitches. Um, so can I, can I talk chapter, about that a little bit? If you want. I don't give a fuck. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> building is a huge part of that game and i've I've seen you are good at the shooting like the clips that you've shown are you that good at the shooting and that's why you can get away without building because whenever i see other people play the focus on the building is huge yeah what is, what advantage does building give you when you're playing so, that game so here's the thing if you kill somebody they can't build so problem solved the building gives you a height advantage in, in shooting games it's usually always beneficial to have the high ground so when people build like huge towers, then they can just like shoot down at you. So one match I had, uh, this motherfucker had built his shit way up into the fucking sky. And just out of pure fucking luck, there was the final fucking storm closing. So the circle's just tiny as fuck. And uh, I happened to be on the edge of a cliff right below, uh, still within the circle. And threw some fireflies, lit that fucking uh, structure he built on fire, killed that bitch. <laughs> you play on Xbox or Switch? Series X. I'm a real man. <laughs> That's why he's winning all these little squeakers playing on Switch. They're like, man, this guy's really good at shooting. <laughs> little squeakers. <laughs> uh, you think Muff is the oldest one playing it? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck about age. Take her to 21 if you want, but I don't give a fuck. I remember two years ago, before COVID, go Lollapalooza. Got up close for Ariana, and just before it started, Spy was like, all right, I'm going to go in the back. And he left me, and then I just, like, lunged forward. Crowd everybody. And, uh, <laughs> She's saying it's good old time. I'm looking around and there's I'm surrounded by fucking 19 year olds, and it's like, yeah. I was legit uncomfortable because <laughs> <laughs> I'm around all these like little girls and children. I'm like, I got the fuck out of here. So I, I just took off, went to the back, and just ran it home. More for me, bitch. So yeah, I'm I'm comfortable with who I am as a fucking man. You got anything else, Muff? <laughs> I was waiting for it. Like, please, please ask the question. That was one question. Y'all got more? Huh? Okay. No, I, I said my piece. Who's after me? Me. You want to go? If if you if you have nothing else to talk about, then I will go. I'll talk when I want, but you can start. <laughs> All right. Um, for December, I played uh, a couple games: Titanfall Two. So Titanfall 2, this was a game that Moose suggested to me. Did the first Titanfall have a campaign? No. no. It did not. So so Titanfall 2 has a campaign. It's about six hours long. And it was 
phenomenal. I mean, I had heard it was good. Moose had said it was good. It, did you play it, Muff? Do you know what phenomenal means? Yeah. That campaign is short and it's action packed. It's it's pretty damn good. Short yeah. and action packed. That's is what, that what you call likes it. it. Yeah. So Titanfall. You ever heard a sip of a sit and spin? Huh? Brian? <laughs> Wait, have I heard of it? Yes, I, I have heard of that phrase before, yes. What does that mean? Tell me. It's a good time. Anyway, Titanfall 2. Um, so this is probably in the multiplayer as well, but there's two main modes of gameplay. You either play as the pilot, which is when you're on foot, or you control the Titan, which is like the big mech. And it's in first person. When you're the pilot... You have a surprising amount of mobility still. Like, you can run really fast. You can run across walls. It was really fun. Like, the platforming sections. Most of the time in first-person shooters, platforming is not very good or it's not that much fun. But because you can run on the walls and your jump distance is super far, you can make all these jumps you wouldn't normally think you could do. So, when you're on foot, it's really fun. And then when you're in the mech, like, it changes up the gameplay completely. You're slower, so I didn't like that, those parts quite as much. But in the campaign, you get a ton of different guns. Like, they're constantly giving you new loadouts of guns to use, different special abilities, like where you can kind of absorb enemy bullets and shoot them back at them, or you get, like, a big blast that kind of charges up over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. The gameplay mechanics that they introduced in the second half of the game, particularly one level, was, like... Some of the most fun I've had in a game in a long time. I mean, I mean, I don't want to get into spoilers. Yeah, I'm going to play it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I won't spoil it's, it. It's really cool. And the last level is pretty awesome, too. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like, I mean, I was, like, laughing out loud while I was playing it. Like, it was really intense, really fun. I've never seen a mechanic done quite like that in a game before. I mean, comparing it to other shooters, I mean, I don't have a lot of shooter experience, but... I mean, I had more fun with this campaign than I ever had in any of the Halo games. I don't, I don't know, Moose, you're a huge Halo guy. I mean, where would you compare this to, like, a Halo Reach or something like that? Well, I mean, it's a, a lot different. Um, like, like, the story is not something that I was like, oh, the story is amazing or anything like that. But the gameplay was just really, really cool. Like, it, it changed up, like, almost every level. So, like, if you got sick of doing the first-person shooter, the next level might be, like, a mech level or whatever and it kept doing that pretty much the whole way through so it's kind of like a a combination of like halo and mech assault but you got a lot more movement speed in just the operator mode or like the pilot mode comparing it to halo uh yeah it's a lot different a lot faster paced if you don't like halo you still might like titanfall 2 i feel like that that game is more timeless right like you could play it now and not feel like it aged at all you know yeah, I mean, it seemed I, I, well. It's probably not that old, but yeah, it, it seems. It's not that old, but I mean, super it's, fresh. It's last gen, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like small, like in one of the levels, you just have a pistol, but they changed the gameplay mechanic around the pistol to make it like super fun. I mean, I, yeah. I would recommend it for everybody. It was it was really fun, and it's like five bucks now. It's like super cheap. It's really short. I mean, I have no desire to play the multiplayer, so I mean, it's not like this kind of hooked me into the entire franchise but as a standalone campaign it was great you want to even give the multiplayer a shot i will not the multiplayer <laughs> if you play it now i think only like the hardcore people are playing it now so it's yeah, like I'm really sure competitive yeah. yeah it's competitive i was gonna act as a multiplayer in mech or the with the pilot both 
You can uh, you can pick up Max and stuff. I believe yeah, I, uh, that game is also Unreal Engine. So in your face, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, if every game does gameplay as well as this one did that uses Unreal Engine Five, then I'll be very very surprised, and I will take back <laughs> everything negative that I said about the Matrix tech demo. <laughs> um, but yeah, the story was good too. I, I thought it like because you're like talking with your mech, and it's it's like a, in Interstellar. You know how Matthew McConaughey is like talking with the robots, and he kind of has like kind yeah. of like humorous quips back and forth. It was exactly like that. We were talking with yeah. your mech. I thought I thought it was really well done. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the game, just the relationship with the. the main oh, you played this one. You, you played it, Dark Side. Yeah, it was a few years back, but I remember enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Bash, it seemed like a game you would like. You ever played it? I've been thinking about picking up. Maybe we'll do a deep dive someday on that. Yeah, it's definitely a game I think you would like. It seems like a bad game. I honestly don't know anybody who's played it and didn't like it. Give it to Muff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Muff would like it. Well, Muff, I, I know Muff's not a big campaign guy, so maybe he would, would not. But, I mean, it's not very long either. I liked campaign when he was on the Bulls, but he just didn't turn out. <laughs> Muff's a not a big... Muff's not a big that suggestion is, yeah, he, guy. You know, he you suggest very, something uh, and he'll hate it. Mm-hmm. Is it co-op the campaign? It's not. No. Muff's gonna hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game I played. So what, what are we talking about? You don't, you would only play a campaign if it was co-op. What game are we talking about? Titanfall two. Titanfall two. You still on that? Well, I'm done. I'm wrapping up, bitch. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next game I played was, so at the beginning of the year, I got flack for not playing any suggestions. So I told everybody to suggest me a game and that I would play them in 2021 or else I would have to buy everybody Beefaroo. Everyone loves Beefaroo. Oh, Beefaroo. Beefaroo is great. (laughs) So run down the games I played. Bash, Dead Space. Played it, beat it, loved it. Muff, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. Played it. It's pretty fun. Glad I played it. Dark Side. Damn right. Walking Dead Season 1, played it, really liked it. Melvin, Spider-Man, played it, really liked it. Moose, Titanfall 2, just talked about it, loved it. The last game I had to play was Near Automata. Oh, boy. So I did put that in, and... Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to say that, as you guys, I think, alluded to previously, I died in, like, the first 20 minutes, and the, and the credits rolled, and it said I got an ending. So I fulfilled my obligation. I played a game that everybody suggested. As for uh, my thoughts on Near Automata, I was surprised that they make you play that intro without dying. Like, it's like an yeah. hour long. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, so I was playing much more conservatively my second time when I realized that if I die, there's nowhere to save. So <laughs> Yeah, it's like a tutorial. That's what's funny. It's like a tutorial, but it's you die and you have to do it all over. It's like half an hour long. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did beat that part. Um, it was pretty cool. The controls, I, I, I don't have a, a mastery of them yet. I mean, it was pretty involved with, like, you can do melee or you can have your, your little shooting buddy. And then there's, you know, mm-hmm. like... You have to use health items and things like that, which at some points it was automatically using health items for me, and then it did not. And I looked online, and that I guess in the early part you have an item that will automatically give you health, but if you get hit too much, it won't activate fast enough, and that's why you get killed. So that was part of the reason why I died. But it seems cool. I will play it some more. I don't know if I'm going to beat it. It's supposed to be, what, 20 hours long? So... I don't that's know. just the first ending. Like, yeah, yeah. there's like 
20 more, but you should probably do, if you want to get the full experience, play at least the first two endings, so that's like a 45-hour commitment, I th- I'd say. Brian's a singular ending kind of guy. Yeah, and I already got it. I already accomplished what I set out to do, so <laughs> the desire to play more was decreased significantly now that I do not owe you guys Beefaroo. <laughs> and if Emil would have suggested a game, maybe he would have got you guys Beefaroo, but Emil never did. Flaky to the end, that Emil. The last thing so it was not a game, but I recently picked up and read a book cool. called The Ultimate History of Video Games Volume 2. So The Ultimate History of Video Games Volume 1 came out like 20 years ago and it was like one of my favorite games or one of my favorite books about video games i like books about video games and the thing that makes it fun to read is that it has tons of different interviews with like people that were there so it'll go into a bit about the history of a game but then it'll have an interview with like you know one of the creators of xbox or you know one of the the people that were on the board of directors on sega when the dreamcast was kind of failing and things like that so Volume two goes through the kind of the fall of the Dreamcast up through the success of the Wii. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a great book. I'd recommend it. It was on Amazon for like 25 bucks or something like that. Um, Just some of the insights that it goes to. Like the guy who made PlayStation, Ken Kutaragi, I didn't realize like how much like tension there was between him and everybody else at Sony, where there was like at some point when he wanted to do, I think it was the first PlayStation, a lot of the boards of directors Oh shit, we lose Muff? No, we lost Darkseid. Broke-ass internet. So I did actually play uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> I beat that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a... F- <laughs> what the fuck y'all laughing at? I, I literally played it. It was a good game. Right in the middle of Brian's deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're laughing, Muff, because Brian's not done. Go ahead, Muff. I like Super Mario Brothers. How'd you like Super Mario Brothers? Super Mario Brothers Two. It uh, was crazy about that game. Is you go back to it, and it's crazy how you still remember where some of the hidden shits are. Like where you 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 pick up the potion, and somehow up inside your your dang old melon, you just remember where you need to drop that to find the mushrooms and shit. It it's a lot of fun. And then they got the whole uh, casino spin thing at the end. That's always addictive. That was a fun game. That was well worth it. That's you probably, that on but Switch? It might be, uh, yeah, because I got uh, I brought the Switch down for the big TV, and uh, that was it, it's uh, that's, that's probably my favorite Mario Brothers game. You play all the way through, or did you warp it all? No, all the way through. So all twenty levels as Luigi. So you're a Mario guy. Mario Brothers Two is fun. Yeah, I like that one. Mario Brothers 2 is probably the one I've... I mean, I've beat it several times, but it's still probably, out of the three originals, the one that I've played the least. So, yeah, I do like to go back to it just because it... And, I mean, it plays a lot differently, too, so it feels fresh yep. whenever you play it. Yeah, yeah, it's very different play, yeah. You going to start Luigi's Mansion, Ma? thought you were going to start that. That's what I was going to do, but uh, time just slipped away. So, because I was going to play it on vacation, but literally I, I, I slept... A lot on vacation. Like you, you consider three, that work when you're sleeping. Three in the afternoon, I just pass <laughs> the fuck out. Wake up at eight, go to bed, wake up in the morning. Before I knew it, I was sleep again. So I did not play Luigi's Mansion yet. That might be one of those that I say I'm going to play, and maybe next year. That fits that category. Good What's game. the story with Mario Two? Like the U.S. got a different version than, than Japan. Is that right? 
Yeah, it was a game called Doki Doki Panic in Japan, where it was like Arabian Nights characters. <laughs> and then the real Super Mario Brothers 2, we got in Super Mario All-Stars is Super Mario Lost Levels, yeah. which it's, mm. it's almost like an expansion pack of the first game. It's super hard. It adds like poison mushrooms. It adds like gusts of wind that blow <laughs> you around. You can go down warp pipes and it puts you backwards instead of forwards. So it's not that much wow. fun. So it makes sense why they decided like we need to change this up for American audiences to something new. And then it ended up getting released back in Japan as Super Mario Brothers USA. Ah. Anyway, to wrap up uh, the Ultimate History of Video Games Volume Two, um, yeah, the story the the guy who created the PlayStation there was like some big uh, like meeting with the board of directors and nobody really liked like his idea. But then there was one guy who said, "You know what? I'm going to greenlight your idea." And then that guy left the company. And then later on, it was like some press conference and the CEO of Sony or somebody big at Sony was like praising the PlayStation and Ken Kutaragi says, well, you never believed in me anyway. So like, and that's like a big show <laughs> oh, no to do shit like that in Japan. So he was like always fighting with them. And then when the PlayStation three finally didn't do as well as they had hoped, then they used that to kind of push him out of the company. I uh, thought PS3 did good. Not out of the gate. Yeah. It, it was uh, a big fiasco. In the beginning. Right? Yeah. 600 bucks. They were like, just get yeah. another job if you want to buy it. <laughs> Yeah, it ended, up, ended up uh, selling just as much or maybe a little bit more than the 360 at the end, but for a while it was, like, not selling well. Yeah. yeah. I can't talk worldwide or just in Japan? I, I would imagine worldwide. it's still, I was going to say, I'd imagine Japan it's still dominated. Oh, yeah, yeah, three, yeah, Xbox has never done that well in Japan. I yeah. think 360 did the best, but even then it was, like, really tiny compared to PS3. What was Volume 1 about? Volume 1 was pretty much like the golden age of the arcades, like probably like, well, it probably started at like 1975 um, and then went through like the year 2000. So it covered like PlayStation N64 and probably just like the Dreamcast coming out. How long are these books? I might borrow one from you. Yeah, they're great. Uh, the first one, I think, is like 800 pages long. Oh, fuck that. It's, no, it's a it's a quick read, though. <laughs> it's really quick. Like the second one was around 600 pages. And I mean, even at that length, like they're covering so much material that it feels like they're going really fast. So you kind of feel like you wish that there was a whole book, like for every chapter, like the success of the Wii. I mean, I'd like to read a whole book about right. that, but it was just like one chapter that they had. <laughs> That's all they need on the, on the Wii. <laughs> so they have uh, audiobooks. Uh, I don't know. They might. Yeah, I, I actually don't know. But uh, the first one's been out for so long. I mean, twenty years. Uh, it's possible that there's an audio book of that, yeah. I should look into that. I could do some audio books. Muff doing an audio book for that book in particular Muff's gonna be read amazing. For everybody. 800 pages of Muff reading. <laughs> Muff honks. <laughs> we should look into that. Find a video game book and we all just read a chapter and put it out there. We do our own form of audio books? That's not a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, our, our own audio book. We all pick a chapter. <laughs> And be 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 in my audio book. You're on something, man. I know. Yeah, he's on something. But that's all I got. 
Dark Side, you want to talk about games you played in December? Yeah, I uh, I didn't play too much. Um, I continue to play Call of Duty Vanguard a little bit here and there. <laughs> um, but uh, the only new game that I played was uh, a indie game called Donuts and Justice for the PlayStation what is that, 4. What is that bullshit? Oh, man. <laughs> it's an epic experience. It's a... Uh, <laughs> It's a 2D uh, 8-bit side-scroller. Should you learn a Matrix experience? <laughs> um, actually, no getting back to the Matrix experience. No platinum in that Matrix. <laughs> yeah, no platinum in the Matrix. Look at, Brian, look at South Park, right? I love South Park. So South Park, when it first started, they used the most expensive software they could think of. Like, not the what? very first episode. But Construction like, paper? Is that? Not the first episode. That was the proof of, of, of whatever. But when they actually started making the show, they used, like, really, really advanced um, computer software to make the show when they didn't really need to. But they had it available so that they could expand on it later. That's like the Unreal Engine 5. Like, it's showing you, hey, you can do all these things. You don't have to do them the way that, you know, they're doing it in there. But you have the possibility to do many, many things. So you're taking one of the most successful, longest-running cartoon shows of all time, and that's your example? Well, how yeah, be because good. Unreal Engine is one of the most successful, long-running engines that has been used throughout the game industry. So it's a perfect example. It is. Fortnite, right. man. Fortnite's a great game. I've been playing that all month. Fortnite, Bioshock, Titanfall 2. All games that Brian loves, but he wants to shit on, shit yeah, on the Yeah, he wants to shit on the engine. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Brian, you're all about creativity in games, man. This is something that's good. It's helpful. Why don't you like it? I don't know, man. <laughs> Rewind the episode half Nintendo? an hour. I think we covered it. <laughs> <laughs> if it said Matrix Experience by Nintendo, Brian would be Oh, all my over. God. <laughs> Brian wouldn't stop jizzing. There'd be motion controls to fly. Oh, man. That'd be great. <laughs> Using the Wii balance board to, like, drive cars. Or oh, my God. Like that. that would be great. I, cool I still got my balance board <laughs> up over there. All right, so back to this bullshit uh, Donuts and Justice. <laughs> so it's a 2D side-scroller shooter um, where you play as cops uh, shooting bad guys that are coming from the left, coming from the right, and they... Uh, they, <laughs> they drop, I remember that party. <laughs> they, drop, they drop donuts, and that gives you your health power. I remember that party, too. <laughs> um. That's pretty much it. That's the game right there. Uh, eventually, you get to the last level, and you find out that there's an alien race causing all this trouble. It's a giant donut, and you shoot it, and it dies. It took about uh, 25 minutes to complete, get the platinum. Well worth it. I got a lot of questions, man. How did you find this game? Why did you play it? I there's uh, There was a sale at some point for like indie games on uh, PlayStation, so I went to see what was the cheapest available. <laughs> And uh, this one was like a buck or two. And I just liked the name. I was like, Donuts and Justice. <laughs> so then I watched the video and I was like, eh, I could get behind this. And you knew it was an easy platinum going into it, right? I didn't know initially, but I, when I, was, I was like <laughs> a buck 59. And I was like, okay, fine. And then we, uh, I needed to play a game for the episode. So I was like, I need something quick. And I was like, oh, shit, easy platinum. I'm on it. <laughs> That's six cents you got there, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> You got a bunch of those games in your library, right? These like quick ten minute games. Uh some of them. Some uh, some of them are like you know three to five hours or whatever. But other ones, you know, you can get through quick. You gonna buy uh, Saints Row for two bucks? Where's two seventy nine? Is that physical or digital? Digital. What system? 
Switch. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> $2, man. I might get it. Two seventy nine. You have no idea what $2 means. What do you do with $2? Oh shit! You really want to know? <laughs> That's a loaded question. <laughs> I know where to put the two dollars and the seventy-nine cents. <laughs> On that note, uh, I didn't play anything else this month. All right, Moose, you want to talk about games you played in December? Yeah, I played a few, a few games. So I, I recently, I let's go with the shorter one, I guess. I recently started playing Slay the Spire. Yes. On uh, let's go. On mobile this time so i had credits yeah i had credits on android so i was able to buy it for free essentially um with with google android phones you can you can take these surveys that they give you like a couple bucks here and there maybe sometimes like 30 cents whatever it's like generic surveys where they like you know are basically profiling you entirely so i do that just to get the credits and then i buy like games that i normally wouldn't spend money on um, I beat it. I beat the heart again. I'm the best. Uh, <laughs> put about like 50 hours probably on it. Wow. Um, oh, man. yeah, it's, it's a good game, you know, uh, Bash, Bash killed it on the app though. Yeah. Though, I mean, it's, it's damn near the same game. It's like, the, there's a minor thing that annoys me, but it's not a big deal. It's like, you can't preview the upgrades of cards, uh, without having them in your inventory or looking at them before you buy them. So if you're like, if you kill a regular enemy, you know, you get a card drop and then on console, you can look at what the upgrade would be before you pick up the card and on mobile, you can't. That was, that's my only gripe. Other than that, it's, it's exactly the same. Would you go back to playing it on Switch or just prefer to play it on mobile at this point? I, I played it on Game Pass before oh, I didn't yeah, play it on yeah. Switch. Okay. So it's kind of nice. Even though I could play it on cloud on my phone, but that's like, I, I got to be on the internet the whole time. Um... So that's one game I played. Another one I played recently. Uh, I got back into Diablo 3. Diablo! So Diablo 3 started season 25. This is season 25, Brian. I see your face. You're like what does that even yourself. mean? <laughs> I, that means there's been 25 seasons. The game's been out since like 2013. Yeah, that was last gen. Like, it wasn't yeah, even I mean, late last gen. It was like middle to early last gen. 2013 is when the game was released. Damn, I forgot it was so old. So what yeah, is the difference between old. one season and another? So the seasons mainly are like the, the certain gems you get, like bonus armor, that kind of stuff. It's all... It's all kind of just fluff, really. So, like, you make a character, you make it, you can make a normal character, which is like outside of the season. That's just you're you're not getting any of the seasonal bonuses, and you're not playing like for the leaderboards or anything like that. You're playing the regular game outside of the season. If you play the seasonal, then there's like a bunch of extra like in-game quests and challenges and shit like that that you can unlock, like uh, non-playable pets and shit like that. It's all it's kind of a gimmick, but it gives you a reason to like go back to the game and play. Um, and then once the season's over, your character gets converted to like a normal, non-seasonal character. It's the same shit. You keep all your stuff, but it's like on your game outside of the season. So season twenty-six, I can't play this exact same character. Can I stop you for a minute, Moose? What is Diablo yeah. three? What kind of game is it? So if you've never played Diablo, Diablo is like like the original like dungeon crawler like looter game. Yeah, looter. So it's like it's isometric view. It's almost like Hades, like the view. Okay. Um, but you basically, you make your character like super overpowered 
and you do like the, you do like these dungeons that are procedurally generated, and you try to kill a bunch of shit, and then a boss spawns at the very end when you kill enough enemies. And it's an MMO. No, it's a dungeon crawler. It's it's you can play online, but it's not an MMO. Oh, okay. Is yeah. uh is Diablo a female protagonist? Diablo is the devil, man, <laughs> and it's an antagonist, motherfucker. So that's a yes. If you want it to be, I guess. There's like some spider Gen- lady fighting neutral. hell, if you're interested in that. But... Yeah, Been gender neutral, man. <laughs> it's a good game. It's it's fun. It's uh, It's got a lot of build crafting. So, like, the your art, it's entirely, like, gear dependent. Like, I had to look up online to see what, like, the good, good armor sets are and how they work together with your abilities and shit. And then you just become, like, insanely overpowered. Like, I can beat everything on the hardest difficulty. And the difficulty isn't just like hard expert master. It goes like further to like these torment levels, and you can go up to level sixteen. So you go normal, uh, hard expert master, then torment one, two, all the way to sixteen. Is so that kind of like, like the heat system in Hades? Kind of, yeah, similar, but 16. more uh, like more baked into the like the main menu. I was just gonna say I was interested in the game, but then Moose sent that video of that guy with his hood on talking about it, like, and that put him to sleep. <laughs> you can tell that guy's never seen a woman naked before. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Um, no, it's a it's a good game. And Bash, you were gonna ask about uh, uh, was Reaper of Souls expansion? the last expansion, or did they ever do another one? Reaper of Souls the last expansion, but I think they added. Did they add the Necromancer after that? Ooh, uh, Necromancer. I think they did. Oh, did it? Okay. Well, you can get like the Eternal Collection has uh, the Necromancer in there. I think Necromancer I think, yeah, is like a, it's an overpowered class, but it's uh, it's fun. You know, it's it's a uh, it's fun to play with somebody else. So I'm playing with Rival a lot of the time. But uh, what it's a good Rival? game. Yeah, Rival listens. How's it going, Rival? Those are the only games in the Matrix yeah, dem- the Matrix Tech demo I uh, <laughs> I played as well, which. Uh, I gave a C for C these nuts. For C ah. these nuts. Hey-o. That's it, Brian. I don't got anything else. If you guys want to talk more about Diablo, we can do a deep dive some other time. Bring Rival on. We'll talk about it. All right, Melbro. Yeah, so I played the Matrix. We talked about that enough. Um, the only other game that I played, I'm almost close to beating it, but you know, I still have a while to go, is Kena Bridge of Spirits. It's a... um. An interesting game, to say the least. Uh, so, it, you know, first of all, it's one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Um, probably only the only game that's more beautiful right now is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Mm. Other than that, this is, uh, <laughs> this is a beautiful, beautiful Setting the bar game. real low, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. like it, it literally looks like you're playing a Pixar movie. Like, that's how gorgeous it looks. Like, I heard that the developers used to be animation studio developers so they just like went all in on the visuals it's a, a really gorgeous looking game um play it just for that alone like the visuals are stunning so the thing about this game i think that caught me off guard so i didn't realize it was an indie game for a while i thought it was a triple a game so i think i had higher standards for it than i probably should have set um because i'm you know comparing it to like some of the top tier triple a games but i i really have to can't compare it to that um, it's a good game, but it's not like a Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart type game. You know what I mean? Um, it's good for indie standards, I would say. Yeah, um, I think it won uh, uh, Best Indie for the Game Awards. Oh, did it? I think so. 
Okay, yeah. What's this? What's the name? Keanu Spirits? <laughs> Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, fuck his spirit. <laughs> no, it's called uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits. Bridge um, of Spirits? Yeah. Is it about ghosts and shit? <laughs> it's about uh, a, a little girl. Well, not a little girl. She's like a, a teen. Keep going. Named. <laughs> <laughs> add it, add it. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a girl named Kena, and she's um. The story is kind of mediocre and a little hard to follow, and that's not the great point of it. Um, but it's just about this girl just going around, you know, doing missions, trying to uh, kind of please these people who have already died and kind of send their souls to peace. Um, the, the open world is really fun. Um, it's a, it's a massive, well, not massive, but a good, good big size open world that you can just go around and explore. And you have these little creatures that follow you around called rot. They're like these little black creatures and they have all these cool abilities that they do and they help you fight the enemies. The thing that surprised me most about this game, and I don't think anyone on this podcast would probably particularly like this game. This game is hard as fuck. I did not expect that. I heard it was hard, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a low-key Souls game. Like, I, I went into it just expecting a light, fun, you know, action, adventure game. It's challenging, man. Um, and I think that caught me off guard at first, too, because I wasn't expecting that, so it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But then I had to, you know, kind of reset my expectations and say, okay, this is a hard game. I like hard games. Let me just get into it. But you're going to die a lot. The bosses are really tough. And you're going to spend a lot of time just, you know, fighting the same bosses over and over. It's not punishing in a way where it, like, makes you redo, you know, um, a lot when you die. You go right back to the boss. But, like, most of your time in this game are going to be spent just, you know, replaying boss fights. I think the the gameplay is fun, though. Um, once you, you know, kind of realize that you're playing a Souls-type game. And, you know, good music. Um, what else did I like about it? Did you, uh, did you get any hats for your rot? I, yeah, that's the other thing. I don't, I'm not really a cosmetic guy when I play games. I'm not big into customizing what? my character's outfits and stuff like muff. I heard a lot of people walk around uh, like a pimp, man. I heard a lot of people would love those those hats for the rod. They're like, I can put a hat on the rod. It's adorable. I know which is which. <laughs> yeah, you collect. The, you spend a lot of time in the open world. If you want to, you can just spend a lot of time in the open world collecting like little uh, gems to get new hats for your rod and stuff. So that's a big part of it too. If you want, Wait, to what are you getting hats for? Rot. Right, these, these little creatures that follow you around called Rot. And you can like oh, okay. you know, dress them like little Pokemon type creatures. And uh, with this game being so hard, the other thing, it, it like almost tempted me to put the game on easy. Um, I had a question for you guys. If, I, if you're playing a game and you switch it to easy mode, are you a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? You don't no. got to switch it to easy to be a bitch, Melvin. You're good. <laughs> It depends on the game, right? If you if you like the game and you're progressing through it on the normal difficulty, then stick with it. If it, if if it's going to make you stop playing it forever, switch it to easy and see if you like it. If you don't, then give up. But I usually bitch? I usually think that a, a game's default difficulty mode is kind of what the developers intended yeah, you to play. Yeah, that's the it intention. As. So yeah. I feel like if you switch a game to easy then you're maybe not getting everything that there might be to offer out of like a combat system or something like that. Yeah, like with, that's uh, true. What, what was that? Outriders. Like I did like that world level that they have. I did keep pushing that up whenever they gave me the opportunity. And that did make me kind of learn the gameplay mechanics a bit more. 
So, yeah, it's pretty rare when I'll take a game and, and shift it down to easy. Yeah, I think I've only done it once in my life, and that was when I was playing Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order. What about Control? Yeah, because I didn't like it. Yeah, true. I didn't, I just wanted to get it over with, so that's oh, why I did Control that. Control was amazing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I would give this game a solid B. I'm probably pretty close to the end. I'm enjoying myself, but, you know, um, if any of you guys ever play it, just know that you're get, getting into a really hard game. It's not a, not a cakewalk. Only a B, huh? You're pretty hyped on this one. I was, I was. It's, it's only a B. I want to oversell this one. Hype train might have hyped himself out of it. Oh shit! Yeah, those little rat hats. <laughs> nice. They look like uh, the McDonald Fry Guy things. <laughs> I don't think I would ever like play it again after I beat it. How long was it? Um, it they how long the beat says it's uh, eleven hours, but I'm already put in like fifteen, so I guess I'm not that good. Go to easy and try to enjoy the game. No, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it now. I'm having don't, fun. Don't be a bitch, Melvin. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with playing a game on easy. As long as it gives you that <laughs> platinum pop-up. That's yeah. right, man. Who cares? Sometimes right? you just want to get matters. through it. Well, it depends. If the game is giving you a hard time and it's not fun, then whatever. Yeah. You want to enjoy it. I mean, you don't want to be throwing your controller because it's too hard. <laughs> If 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 it's a if it's a game though, like you actually just want to challenge yourself, like Madden, yeah, I want to play hardest difficulty because I want to challenge myself. But if it's something that you just want to have some fun and enjoy the game for what it is, then yeah, go go ahead and go to fucking easy mode and actually enjoy your time. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. I mean, I like the challenge of it. Um, just control. I just want to get it over with though. So. <laughs> 2019 IGN Game of the Year, baby. Bash, you ever played a game on Easy? You Spyro? I used to do it all the time back in like the Sega Genesis days, but I don't do that anymore usually. Like Brian said, they usually seems like they make them to play them on like normal at least. So, you know the original Halo games. The intention was to play it on heroic difficulty, which is like the just hard, not like expert. But uh, you know they thought it was too hard, so they made a normal. For people like Brian, I wish Back like, in the... I wish Battlefield had an had an easy uh, easy difficulty. Yeah, that game was not fun. That was yeah, that's hard. a game to where if, if that did have an easy difficulty, I would have knocked it down a peg at this <laughs> point in my life because what? there's no way I'm ever gonna beat that game. What game? What do you say? How are you Battletoads. 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 Y'all yeah. like Battletoads? I like it, but I can't get that far. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. People, People like the idea it. of Battletoads. You, know? you can't beat a game. You don't like it. Sure. I, I like Battletoads. The first like four levels are fun, but after that, yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah, the last four levels could be shit. You don't know. You never got there. I don't know <laughs> yet. But, I, mean, I like what I've played. What's the hardest game you ever played, Brian? Uh, I mean, the hardest one that I probably played and beat would be Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which, oh, I mean, yeah. even then, I haven't, oh, I haven't completed... Yeah the second playthrough, like the very last mm-hmm. level, because you've got to use a special like weapon. I've never done that without a save state, but that yeah, that's probably the hardest game that I've like just kept pushing at it to where I got good enough to beat it. We should do a podcast on that, like the hardest game we've ever played. Yeah. Mine was original go. Prince of Persia. Did you guys ever play that game? No. Oh, yeah, no. I beat the shit out of that game. Jake Gyllenhaal's? <laughs> <laughs> so there was, was before uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's. Actually, it was around that same time. There was an Xbox 360 game. I forget what it was called. But when you beat it, you unlock Prince of Persia, the original PC game. You can play mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. 
and the controls are so terrible. Holy fuck. Like, you press jump, and, like, a second later, you jump. Like, it was very... Um, yeah. delayed. delayed. Yeah, super delayed. So, man, it just made you so angry that you would, you know... Because a lot of the points in the game, you have to have, like, precise reaction time, and you hit the jump button. You don't jump. You just freak the fuck out. I, that game pissed me off. Hardest game I ever played was Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. hey oh. Take old babies. I also played uh, Fall Guys. Speaking of the day, <laughs> jump on. Uh, oh yeah, we played Fall Guys. Yeah, fucking. Uh, it's fun still. I, I like going back and having a good time with them games. But uh, yeah, I still get uh, uh, then uh, uh, my dang X button. And too many times go to try to jump and the X button don't work, you don't move nowhere. And then, uh, then my fucking knob, my left knob on the controller is broken. And so my screen just spinning round, 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 and I'm just fucking getting dizzy and Most shit. Screaming. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> dizzy man. And he's like, I'm going to throw up this fucking Kept thing. Jumping into a fucking wall that wouldn't open, and then the fucking pushy boxes. And so, bought a PS5 to say, fuck that. They got uh, Christmas uh, levels now? Huh? They got Christmas yeah. levels? Um, skins, Christmas skin. Yeah. And they, uh, on the, the 17th, um, which is today for us. But, today. Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas skins. Yeah. Oh, man, why are we podcasting? We should be playing that. I should be asleep and get ready for work. In a VR session, maybe. I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> In that order. It's been a while. It's been a couple hours. <laughs> Bash, you want to take us home with games you played in December? Uh, first one I played, uh, kind of rounding out the uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection thing. I played, uh, didn't quite beat it yet, I'm playing uh, Circle of the Moon. It's the first G- uh, GBA game. It is a lot more frustrating than I remember it being. Uh, I beat it on a little three-inch like pitch black screen back in the day, but I don't remember it actually being this hard. It's like the only one where you really gotta stop and just like grind for levels for ten minutes every once in a while. But uh Yeah, I think when it's on handheld like that, you you're more patient with uh just grinding endlessly while I you think watch I was TV. Like 18 or whatever. at the time too, so Yeah, I mean back when it came out, we were probably just so excited to have another Castlevania in that format that yeah. probably gave it a lot of uh freebies. Yeah. They uh Big mechanic for it is, I guess I'll get more into it when we do the Castlevania thing, but kind of get like two decks of cards and you combine them together. So like you got like the Apollo card and like the Salamander card, you combine them together and it'll give you like, uh, it's a, I should have prepared a better explanation for this, but. Uh, but yeah, like one, one card will be like a gun and the other one will be like fire. So then like it's a fire gun, right? Or else like it's. Well, like Something swords like and that, stuff. Right? There's like one gun you can unlock, but uh, like a yeah, like a fire sword, like a rose whip, 
Like, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. To be honest, I haven't yeah, played that one in a long time. Because there's what ten cards of of the two different types, so there's like a hundred different abilities that you can combine yeah. to get, right? It's like a lot of them are useless though, because you'll get like a like a combination that gives you like a extra magic power, but you can't have a spell equipped if you have that equipped. <laughs> so they just put it in there just to fill in space, probably. But like the other frustrating thing in that is there's no store. So every single thing in the game is a random drop, except for, like, your jump upgrades. So it's just kind of down to luck or grinding for an hour if you want to unlock new things. But, uh... I like I like games like that to know what your drop's going to be. And you keep going, and then hopefully you end up getting the one you want. Yeah, this one takes it a little bit too far in that, though. Because, so. like, basic health drops, you've got to grind over and over to get them, right? Yeah, you just got to kill an enemy 50 yeah. times if you want to get, like, 10 potions to, like, fight a boss, but... Yeah, I'd never, yeah, it's all right. Uh, if you got that collection, I guess you could try it out. Uh, I never did end up beating that game uh, when I when it came out years ago. It was too frustrating. But uh, that's all I really got to say about that one right now. The other game I played, uh, I picked up a South Park Stick of Truth. I'm gonna try and I'm beating yeah. it out with the last character, the uh, Jew class. Yes, <laughs> it has the uh, my mostly, people. Has a, has a bunch of like uh, weapons and uh, like equipment that gives you like the self-hating attribute. <laughs> so like when you take damage or when you got like when you're on fire and stuff, it'll give you like boosts and attack power and stuff. <laughs> it has a pretty fun. It's one of the funner classes, I think. It gives you a lot of cool uh, special uh, attacks. Stick of Truth is such a damn good game. It was fun. Yeah, I played it a bunch because it's like a short playthrough. Like next second time you play, you probably beat it in like eight hours or something. So you can like play through it again and again. You know? I think that was one of the first games I bought on Switch, and I've never played it. You should give it. A, you should give it a try. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely, right? yeah, pretty funny. Just not in front of the kids, man. Because all of a sudden there's right. fucking doggy style, just titties and man. Literally just a giant pair of balls swinging yeah. in the middle of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was playing and my kids were in the room and I, I mean my kids know me so they'll you know <laughs> just you just kept going. <laughs> like classic muff and the walk away. <laughs> Remember I got nervous playing uh, God of War three when I lived in my parents' house again. <laughs> I knew there was a fucking sex scene the coming. Aphrodite scene, and, yeah. Uh, and Emil's got that, that like, classic story too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emil playing that in front yep. of his neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about South Park before. That's about all I got. Is that other one good? Um, what is it called? Whole, half butthole. Fractured butthole. Fractured butthole. Okay. I didn't like it as much as Stick of Truth. Why not? I'm not sure. I think I was like, I, I can. I love South Park, but I think I can get burnt out. Kind of like how you guys are with Always Sunny. After a couple episodes, I just get a little cashed out on it. So it's probably one of those games I probably should go back to and try to complete. But uh, I don't know. I think I just had more fun with the uh, with the Stick of Truth characters in the classes. Next time I remember, you, uh... play Stick of Truth before you play the second one. It's like For the sure. plot like takes over like immediately after the first game. So. Oh, gosh. Next time we do RPG month, I'll do the fractured butthole. I still haven't played that yet. Yeah, I want to play. I think you guys yeah. have said that it's not required to watch like all the South Park episodes leading up to that. But I kind of dropped off of South Park after like season I don't know twelve or thirteen or something. And I think fractured butthole 
is more on the content of seasons after that point. So that's why I haven't played it. Basically, yeah, you just got to watch like the Whole Foods episode. That pretty much fills you up to. That's like the only thing that really affects the next game. Like. That's such a good show. I I I, uh, I got the 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 Paramount for thirty days to watch their two most recent specials, and uh, the first one was really good. Um, second was like, yeah, okay, but still worth a watch. I love South Park. Tense. All right, you got anything else, Bash? That's about it. Well, if you got Paramount. Yeah. We gotta watch some real world, man. <laughs> Good news is I canceled Paramount before you said that dumbass comment. God damn it. <laughs> Did you All watch right. uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog? Why the fuck would I want to watch Clifford the Big Red Dog? Because you're a big red rocket, bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Tinky Winky, don't mean you a goddamn Teletubby. <laughs> Come here, give me a hug. All right. Um, are we going to do trivia? Skip trivia? Fuck trivia. trivia. Well, trivia. Yeah. <laughs> do we do it? All right. Let me let me see if I can find it real quick. Fuck what Muff wants. Boy, you ain't even got it ready. It's like it's. Uh... I'm amped up. I gotta be fucking up in six hours. Right, you ain't sleeping tonight, Muff. I know. God, it's gonna be rough see. tomorrow. Okay. I'm gonna keep you awake with my tinky winky. <laughs> already giggling saying that tinky winky Dipsy. I got a trivia question la, oh wait, wait I, f- I found it I found it, I found it. you got a trivia question Melvin go for it how old is Mario oh. 26 no when was the first game that are you talking about in real years or in 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 the and, fantasy and years, fantasy years. Oh, oh. thirty-six. I'll say twenty-eight. Wait, I always see Bob Hoskins when I think about how old he is. So I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say Mario's like forty-two. Uh, Google says forty. Ooh, oh, oh nice. shit! He looks good for forty. Damn, <laughs> jump pretty good. <laughs> he, he sure are jumping good. Still on them <laughs> shrooms. <laughs> All right, so for the trivia... Kyle's still fucking his woman. (laughs) For the trivia, this is a look at games that have sold more than 10 million copies. So kind of a uh, a high threshold that not that many games... I mean, there's a lot of games, but not that many games have achieved. So let's see. I guess we'll go system by system. So the system that has sold... So we use uh, the question. um, Oh, shit. Hold on, you said games or system? Games. This is games that have sold 10 million copies or more. So this the system that has sold the most 10 million copy games is uh, the Nintendo Switch and the Xbox 360. So we don't necessarily have to go through all of these, but for Nintendo Switch, can you guys name? So there's 11 games that have Animal sold Crossing. 10 million copies. I can copy. name all Animal, of them. Animal Crossing <laughs> is one. You're right. You can do it. Do it, Melvin. Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. Mario Kart. Yep. Mario Odyssey. Yep. Breath of the Wild. Yep. Sucks. Pokemon. Um. What was it called? Oh, oh, Melvin. Do, do I count both Pokemon? Yeah, count them. Yeah. So there, I'll, I'll do. There's Sword and Shield, and yeah, there's and Shield. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Oh shit! 
Uh, Sword and Shield. They're, yeah, they both. No, they both oh. got it. Yeah. I don't think yeah. Let's Go did. It did. Yeah, it it's did. on the list. Yeah. Oh, okay. That might be combining those. I'm not entirely sure. I think they did. Um, and Hades. Hades is not. Li- this might. I know, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Somebody else jump in. No, probably that. Did you uh, say Mario Odyssey? Yeah, Mario yeah. Odyssey. Well, Smash Brothers? Yeah, yeah, Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. Man, uh, I, I played know. Monkey Balls this month, too. No. <laughs> I, I like did. Monkey Balls. You played that Monkey Target yet, right? Yeah, Monkey Target is the first thing I went to. He sent us that long-ass three-minute video yeah. in slow motion, and he didn't even hit a target. I was pissed. <laughs> don't pay no attention to what I said. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that motherfucker is like a thing on a bitch boat today, and he don't say nothing. Fishing for likes. Is Luigi's Mansion <laughs> one of them? It is not. No. Well, uh, how many L- do we have the left ones to go? We got? Mario, uh, you, I, you Mario got like Wii U four left or something. Mario, Wii U Deluxe. That did not make the list. Mario Party. That did, yeah. Super Mario Party oh, did make God, the list. I yeah, about yeah that one. fuck y'all. <laughs> I think there's only two more. Are they first party or third party? First party. Oh, yeah. 3D All Stars. <laughs> that, that was a dumb question, no. wasn't it? <laughs> One, two, switch. Th- this the is squid, from the, the squid belly ones that we used to play. Platoon yeah. two? Platoon two. two. Yeah. Yep. Now this is taken from a Reddit post, so this could be completely inaccurate, by the way. But God damn. That's where I got Reddit's it. never been so wrong. Th- there's one more. I'll give you a hint. Moose owns it. No one else does. Are we own it on Switch? Oh yes. fucking just dance. No. On Switch? Moose owns something that we don't? Yes. I oh, don't it, think anybody his, else owns it. His wife used to play the fuck out of Switch. Probably still do. Is it Dragon Quest? Oh no, no, that uh, that that the workout game, um, Ring Fit. I, yeah, yes. I own it too. Yeah, I oh, a lot of you guys own it. Yeah, don't you? I own it too. You see these guns, baby? Dark Side, you own Ring Fit Adventure? I didn't listen to none of us. I do own. it. I didn't know you owned it. Yeah, it sits there All like right. every other Switch game. Who wrote right. that shitty post? Raisin Bizzle. <laughs> yeah, I, wrote this post. Yeah, I just made shit up. Switch is the best, everybody, and everybody believes me. Upvotes me blindly. Um, all right, Xbox 360 also has 11 games that sold 10 million or more copies. Can you Bioshock? Are they all first party? Uh, no, many of them are not first party. Bioshock, Halo three. Halo three is on. Call the of list. Duty Black Ops two. Yes. Call of Duty Black Ops one. Yes. Gear of the War. Whatever. Which one it was. Gears of War one. Gears right? of War one. Yeah. Gears of War is not on the list. Oh shit! Final uh, Fantasy Halo eleven. Final Fantasy eleven is not on the list. Halo Reach is not on the list. Oh fuck your list. NBA Call of Duty 2. Ghosts. Okay. Yes. Call, Call of Duty, Duty Modern Ghost. Warfare two. No. Oh. Halo Remastered. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Halo Reach. No. Call of Duty Remastered. Modern Warfare two. Yes. NBA two K something. No. No. You guys are missing one Call of Duty game and then some other big Modern Warfare? Games. You said Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Wait, what about the first Modern the Warfare? First? No, no. Uh, Black Ops? We did Black Ops 1 and 2. What yep. else was there? Was there Black Ops 3? No. Advanced War? No, that wasn't 360. Yeah, maybe Call of Duty. Wait, uh, Advanced, Advanced Warfare? Warfare? Um, no. Battlefield 1? No. Call of Duty 2? No. Alan Wake. Call of Duty 3? No. 
God damn it. Call of, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Uh, oh, shit. I forgot that yes. even existed. No. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. This says Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Maybe they have a typo. Is that wrong? Yeah, it's Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. All right, I'll, I'll downvote this post. <laughs> That's like six months old. Uh, I think you've got four games left. No, five games left. Destiny? No. Just Dance? No. Are these Destiny first three? party? Oh, I games? know. I they know. are all third party. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gra- which Grand Theft Auto? Four? Five. Yes, yes. Both. Okay. Both. And Red, Red Dead Redemption? Redemption? No. Elder Scrolls. Actually, there is first party. One of them is definitely first party. One of them is kind of first party. Elder Scrolls or no? Yes. What's a first so party more. Xbox game that we haven't mentioned yet? You're probably. It, I'll give you a hint. It was a pack-in game. Grab by the Ghoulies. No. Pack-in game. Pack. Are you talking about the rare replay? No. This is no, 360. You remember that game? With oh, little, uh, no people. Perfect Dark Zero. No. God oh, damn it. The one with those little snow people. Snow people. It was like um it was like a multiplayer game with these little ice climber looking people. I forget the name. You might them. be on the right track. Uh I know the name. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Ice it was climber. a pack in for a peripheral for the three sixty. So Rock it was band? Move, no. Move camera. No, they had connect on Guitar Hero? Connect, yeah. I mean. You guys are on the right track. Uh, oh, we, uh, Xbox Adventures? Connect Adventures, yes. That sold 10 million things? Because it was a pack-in with the Connect. I can't believe that sold 10 million units. Yeah, yeah, I guess it did, yeah. You got one more. Um, This is technically maybe a first party, but I don't know that it was a first party at the time. What is it called? Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh, shit. There's a bunch of other systems listed here. Let's skip to PlayStation 4 had six games that sold 10 million copies or more. Red Dead Redemption 2? Yeah. No. God of War? Yes. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Yes. Last of Us Remastered? Yes. Oh, oh shit. Nice. Moose. Last of Us 2? I don't know. No. No. Maybe, but it wasn't at least... Like, at the time when they did this, it wasn't... Uh, Uncharted 4? No. Yes. Really? Yep. Wow. Two more. Gran Turismo? Nope. Horizon Zero Dawn? Yes, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, shit. Shit. One more third party. Final Fantasy 7? No. Remastered? At least not on this list. You would think that sold like a ton of copies. Grand Theft Auto 5? That is not listed on here, which is hard to believe. Yeah, that had to fail. Um, That's on the so on the party? PlayStation Three on the PlayStation Three Grand Theft Auto Five is listed, so maybe it didn't sell as as much on the PS Four. Is it a Call of Duty, Brian? It's not. Did we say Red Dead Redemption Two? You did. It's not on the list. Not on there. No. Spiral should get this. Witcher Three. Yes. Wow. Witcher Three. Um. Yeah. There's a bunch of other systems that uh they listed out here, but those are kind of the main the main ones. So. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Beat of the Month. Muff, do you want to let people know where they can find us on social media? You can find us at beatofthemonth.com. Find our link tree. Social media. And 
find us on all the podcast listening platforms. Whatever social media you want to go on, just look for Beat of the Month. We there. And, uh... Good pods. Get on the good pods. And, uh... Subscribe! And listen! To our, uh, podcast. And, uh... Send us an email at uh, Pete of the Month at gmail.com. And, uh... Leave us a like. <laughs> Let me add one thing. It's the holiday season, so if you guys can give us a gift of leaving a review on uh, whatever podcast platform you choose, you know, whether that be Apple, just go and uh, leave us a. Apple reviews, yeah. Spotify. Leave us a review on uh, on Apple. Good pods. Leave us a review on Good Pods. We're also good with nudes. Send nudes. Leave us a review on nudes. our nudes. Send nudes because I'm sure our listeners are all men. <laughs> hey man, uh, I do not want to see that. I'm fine with it. Send it to Moose at Moose.com. <laughs> moose.com. <laughs> moose at Moose.com. It'll Send make it its way to Moose eventually. <laughs> so, be the month.com. Uh, just want to say, fellas, we had uh, eight people visit our website this week. So uh, we done made it. How do you see those numbers? I got analytics running on our website. Oh, it's probably me. It's probably me updating it. No, it's it says new users, bitch. You watch analytics when you're doing VR. <laughs> and it said, uh, no, we don't need them numbers, man. And. Uh, Average time was just over a minute, so they were actually like reading or jerking off. I wanted to. <laughs> Those are what they have on those old school like uh, trackers, like number of visitors. No, that's <laughs> what, that's what I was looking for because I, I think that would be kind of cool. That would be dope. But uh, no, I just got a uh, report. Oh shit, dude just got hit by a goddamn log. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Beat of the Month. <laughs> Next week, we will be going over just a reflection on the games that we played in 2021. We put together some questions, just looking back at games we liked, games we didn't like so much. And uh, yeah, join us next week. Uh, it's our war show. Yep, we're, we're saying the best of the best for 2021, the worst of the worst of 2021. Beat of the oh, Month, definitive oh, opinions. Oh, oh, oh. This has been Beat of the Month podcast, and we will catch you next week. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. Over 20 years ago, I first played the character Thomas Anderson in the Matrix trilogy. Those films pioneered digital cinema with shots like bullet time. Back then, we talked a lot about where the digital age might take cinema and narrative. In an industry where actors have tried to remain perpetually young, we wondered about digital faces that could become immortal. Hi, I'm Carrie Ann Moss, and I played Trinity in the Matrix films. 20 years ago, we asked ourselves how long it would be before faces and bodies could be changed as easily as we change clothes. We wondered, what would identity mean in a completely digital world? And what would reality mean when a world we can build feels as real as our own? Yeah, this is what they wanted.